It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the PHNX Cardinals show. Here we go. Big win in Big D. And as a reminder, we're brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's favorite sportsbook app. Frank. I know I'm messing with you with this gold hat on, but yeah, how I'm about them Cowboys? Off right now, but damn, what a big win. <laughs> Yo, they needed that in the worst way. They needed it. We needed it. Everybody needed Everyone it. needed that win right there. An unexpected win, 100%. Everyone thought that the Cowboys were going to come out and dominate. Absolutely, after the performance they put together versus the Washington Redskins, or the Washington, excuse me, football the Washington team. football team. Yep. And a New Year's victory right there. So I'm celebrating my New Year's hat on because that is such a great win for us right there. We needed that big time. Cardinals are undefeated in 2022. That's all you need to know right now. That's all that matters. (laughs) Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit like. Let's get those thumbs up, people. Appreciate it. Elon Musk already in the super chat. Elon here. How about them Cardinals? Woo! There we go. Hey, let me get a two claps and a woo. Woo! Woo! Let's go, baby. And, uh... Let's go and uh, and Sean Marks in the super chat. Thank you. Four ninety nine. There we go. Hey, look, uh, it feels so good, man. It feels so good. We got crack one open. Let's do look, it. Let's crack it. What's crack a lacking, Saints? Cheers, buddy. Happy Cheers New Year. Year. Happy New Year. Good start. Happy Here New Year, to everybody out there. Man, should I do my Johnny Venerable impersonation? <laughs> good one. <laughs> Johnny, we wow. miss you. He'll be here shortly, live from Dallas. But Frank. Let's get this started, baby. It it was it was it was a different team from the get-go. They played very, very hard on both sides of the ball. You could see the effort, you could see the determination. Slow start on offense, but the defense, man, the defense came in in a big, big way. Totally on it. When you ask the question, what does it take to get your team ready to go to play on live television in Versus an an opponent that you know very well. But in truth, to go to Dallas, America's favorite team, quote unquote, and you go to their home, what would it take to get you guys ready? We didn't do it versus Green Bay. We didn't didn't accomplish versus the Colts. We didn't do it against the Rams. But then you got Dallas, and you got to go out and get a win. And the question is, should we sit the guys or play the guys? We need to figure out what it takes to win. Look. Mindset was we need to get a win. Yes. At all, by by any means necessary, we need to get a win. And the defense showed up in a major way. And I'm I'm so proud of those guys, man, because we say it's week to week. It's that one and oh mentality. The last couple of weeks has been 0 and 3 mentality. So it has not been good. But what you've seen this week, guys, was 
pretty spectacular. I'm just happy we walked away with a win. A couple guys down in the secondary, including Marco Wilson, who's a big contributor on, in the secondary. Um, and Dallas was not able to take advantage of that until late in the game. Which they is- started to put some things together and kind of expose, um, you know, uh, the Cardinals secondary for what it is right now. But, I mean, from top to bottom, this team balled out. And they just came with a different kind of aggressiveness um, that we have been missing. And we saw a little bit of that. There was a prelude to this last Saturday. Uh, The Cardinals defense came. They played with, you know, a little bit of swagger. They played with an edge to them. Today it continued. $5 Super Trap, Mr. Grimp, thank you so much. Uh, Honestly, it's more... Who for uh, me? True, true. Uh, it's true. It's true. Very true. Uh, true especially true. towards true, towards true. The, the end there. But again, this team has proven when they have the lead and they have to close out a game, they they have done that. They've they run the it. ball and done that. And yes, the running and that last drive was not your typical hand the ball off to James Conner running, but still as effective because Kyler and Chase Evans were able to get to the edge and more importantly, not go out of bounds. The RPO offense has not been in existence which you've asked for yes for this team to show up with and we thought would be um the catalyst that makes our offense move and when, when james jc came out and 16 touchdowns great season he's having so far has been great this team honestly we needed that kind of drive kyler needed that kind of drive to show that we can go back to the rpo and we can expose what defensive ends have been trying to do to him since the since the los angeles rams games and honestly that was a great, great, great drive on the last part. But I agree with what you just said. The guys were smart and intelligent and not going out of bounds, mm-hmm. keeping the clock running, understanding that clock management determined what was going to take place in the game where we could, we could literally kneel and get into victory formation and we was able to do that. It was pretty great. Yeah, there were so many small things throughout this game yes. that really stood out. Well, let's go all the way back to the first quarter or the first half. Um, you know, the, the Cardinals kind of dinking and dunking and trying to feel out a little bit uh, of what Dallas is really able to do. And then Antoine Wes- Wesley with some nice grabs, especially that that second touchdown in the corner of the end zone. I mean, he's he's got the length and he's got the physical ability. Yes. We saw flashes of that in preseason. We've seen a l- glimpses of it here and there during the season. And now that D-Hop's out, he's getting a chance. He's making the most of his opportunity right now. I like the trust factor more than anything because he's a young receiver. He's not DeAndre Hopkins. The conversation will go, it's supposed to go to A.J. Green, but it has Mm -hmm. not gone that way. But it's going to Wesley. Two touchdowns today. And, I mean, very great catches, too, at the same time. So, But he he performed well. I like what we have in him. He's shown up. I've said this for the last couple years. The receivers that have been here on this team, when guys have gone down, you have an opportunity to step up and make a play. Be that guy. And Isabella has not been that guy per se. And that's why we went out and got Rondell Moore. Christian Kirk has made plays and gotten better. So, therefore, that's why they find a way to feature him. Seven catches today. Very good on his part. A.J. Green, three catches. But when you look at this conversation, you're talking, Wesley, look, out of the, a shot in the dark, they brought him in from last year. The guy come off the practice squad, starts making plays. Our number one guy goes down. And he's become, and then now he becomes the number one target in the red zone. That's pretty special, man. And I like the fact that he's able to get open and make it, make plays for himself. He's putting himself in a position where his name will be on the on the roster of next year with the opportunity of making making some bucks for himself. Uh, Five dollars super chat by Brandon Buckingham. Would you rather win the division and host a playoff game, but most likely play San Francisco a third time, 
or face Dallas again in two weeks. We will get to that here in a second. Sean Marks with another super chat. Sean, thank you so much. I'm excited to see what these young receivers can do. It speaks volumes for the future potential. Even Greg Dortch. Uh, I I never heard of him. Didn't know who he was, Mr. Brown. He, he made a couple errors last week against the Colts in his return in the return game, but today he had two two plays. Um, he's got a little burst. He's got a little something there. You're like, okay, well, all right, I see what I see what they're trying to do with the Rondale Moores and these little guys on the. But then you capitalize with the big guy down the middle with the Ertz. You have big receivers on the outside with AJ Green and now Wesley and D Hop when he comes back. I can see the puzzle that they're trying to piece together. And most importantly, today ended up in W's because the Dallas Cowboys had no answer for a lot of the little gimmicky stuff that they tried to do today. Also, we have to give it up to Cliff. If we're going to bag on him for not going for two, which I will, um, or if we're, not, if we're going for two, which I, I just take the points, like Troy Aikman said, just take the points. You got to give him credit because that fourth down call, fourth and five, where they had Matt Prater and Kyler Murray on the field at the same time caused so much confusion for Dallas. They had to call a timeout. Mm -hmm. And then you saw at the end of the game, Chase Edmonds fumbles. It looked like a clear fumble. They don't have any timeouts to challenge. They call the ball down the field, and that's that. That's ball game. Hats goes off to this is the moment where every name you just said and LTC said Deutsch coin, and that was a real great coin phrase right there on your boy you just talked about. Um, I, I look at it from this standpoint. Hats off to this is the moment when Steve Kime starts, you know, really your boy starts really just kind of working his little mustache and his beard <laughs> and saying, I told you guys I know what I'm doing. I'll go get guys that no one knows, but these guys will show up and be players. And it's been pretty special. Cliff Kingsbury called a game plan and it worked effective to keeping the Dallas Cowboys offense off the field. Those guys did not play well. You talked about small things that mattered. Last year we had so many penalties it sucked. This year we actually this week this week we actually won the penalty. Yeah. Dallas had over Dallas had 88 10 penalties for 88 yards. Yep. The Cardinals had a little bit they had seven penalties for 45 yards, which is pretty good on our behalf. That's something we won third down. We won the third down position in, in, in that position. We had seven of 16. They were three of 11. And those are the small things when you talk about how we was able to produce and continually keep the drive, put ourselves in position where we we managed the clock better than they did. And we didn't have to get into a position where, like, at the end of the game where they had to kind of throw the ball a lot and kind of expose some, made some plays on the back end. But our offense was, was our offense was in a good position. And with that mentality to be physical, not be stupid, yeah. go out and make plays, put themselves in position to win and not to lose. And the game plan showed that. Absolutely. Tim Kensia, thank you so much for your $5 Super Chat. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, we'll just call you Tim. How about that? Uh, Tim with the Super Chat donation. Uh, Frank, we got to get to it. Frank knows. What's the what's the number one takeaway you had from today? I watched the game plan. You know, like we, we've, we've seen that um, we've come out with some stuff that was kind of rinky-dink. Mm-hmm. This was not that. It was, it was specific. We got the balls to guys we wanted to. On third downs, we threw the ball to, got, to the guy we wanted to. We called plays that was effective, that put guys in the position to make the plays. As I said earlier, we were 7 of 16 on third down, and they were 3 of 11. And when you watch that, that was not us the last couple of weeks. And so then you, you could also see that. Throwing the ball to Wesley in, in certain spots was specific. You know what I'm saying? And then when you, at the end of the game, when you watch the RPO offense, when you're watching Kyler run the ball, you know, and, and next thing you know, you, you put the defensive end in a, in a position that looks like it's going to be a challenge, and you flip it out. Take the points when you're supposed to take the points. The last couple of weeks we haven't done it on fourth down. 
sometimes on fourth down you got to punt. So everything we did today was what you would see is guys go back and wash themselves and become specific in how we attack offensively and defensively. And and I, to me that that showed big in the game because we won the clock management, we won third down, we didn't give up, we didn't penalize ourselves, and everyone last week can speak to that. Peter, you guys can speak to that. All you guys can speak to it because those are the things that got us beat. And this week it did not happen. You know, uh, Johnny Venerable will be joining us from Dallas here shortly. But before we get there, um, like I said, there's so many small things. But the crystal ball, let's get to the crystal ball. What does this win mean for the future? Well, if the playoffs started today, the Cardinals would turn right back around. They might, might as well just uh, maybe buy an RV and just camp out there at Big D because they would be, in fact, facing these Cowboys in the first round. Yeah. And honestly, I, don't like um, I, I do. I do. Listen, the, the recent history has shown that the Cardinals have the Cowboys number. They just have. Kyler doesn't lose in Big Kyler D. Kyler is 9-0 and in AT&T Stadium. I cannot. Someone, I heard that stat, and you guys heard me on last week. I was like, no, we're, I don't. This is the week I don't believe it. I don't buy into it. This is the first time. Frank, I went. Believe, in, this is the first time, bro, I went against them. I didn't. I didn't take the Cardinals this week. I did not. And I just said that was something I have felt like, you know, as a guy who's been on a team that have lost, Saul, sometimes when you lose and you keep losing, that formula, you find out how to lose. And we did that for like three straight weeks. And this week, based upon what statistic, these statistical numbers, numbers, we won against one of the number one scoring offense in, in the NFL and the Dallas Cowboys. We beat them today. Look, we outrushed them. We outpassed them. We didn't penalize ourselves, and we won on third down. We won time of possession. Those are winning formulas. Everyone knows for the last couple of weeks we have not had that formula. So that was my position on saying, look, we got a formula, and that formula is not winning. We went to Dallas. I didn't choose them. But this week, what I saw this weekend was special. And to me, I think that's something that you, I, us, we all can look at. And I, I, I'm, I'm myself saying going back to play them again, again, you know like I know, how this versus the division opponent. They might see you once, but when they see you the next time, you might see a different team. Well, true. And that is my concern right now. However, we have to go back and face However, comma, comma, I can't believe it. However, comma, uh, the, the Cardinals are missing quite a few people. That's true. Very, All very right? true. So very when true. James Conner comes back, it's a different ball game. When Rondell Moore comes back, it's a different ball game. When Marco Wilson comes back, it's a different ball game. The, the Cowboys lost probably they probably lost Michael Gallup for the rest of the season. The way he twisted his yeah, knee up, it, it looked like bad. a torn ACL right there. Um, so they're down one body. It'd be interesting to see how they adjust. Ezekiel Elliott wasn't even a factor today. 16 yards I, on I the could, ground. I couldn't believe that. I, I mean, just unbelievable. Bro, we had 127 today. yards rushing They uh, to their 47 yards rushing. Like, between once was the NFC rookie running back of the year, almost close to 2,000 yards, this guy catching and receiving, and then Pollard. Mm-hmm. who has been known to be the most explosive, one of the most explosive additions of a backup running back all year to his teammate. And for the, for our defense, who is not a, a, a run-stop defense, to hold these guys to 47 yards rushing, along with a quarterback that can scramble, it is mind-baffling to, to address that this yeah. was the same Arizona Cardinals team we saw for three weeks mm-hmm. that has consistently given up 100-plus yards rushing versus the other teams we've faced. And that just it's, – it's it's the only question if I was in, in the media center to ask was, 
would be, what did you say to these guys, coach, <laughs> to get them going? And then if I'm JV running to the other locker room, I got to ask Mike McCarthy, what the hell didn't you did not say? Yeah. How did they not maximize this moment after beating the Washington Redskins 56 to whatever? I mean, they this- won the division. Excuse they my language. Division, I apologize. Right? They, they won the division. They don't have nothing to worry about. Like it's it's over for them. Blows like, my you know, mind. It's whatever. You know what I mean? Also, on top of that, um, Sorry, we've gotten word that Johnny uh, will be a little delayed because okay. uh, apparently there is a very celebratory locker room um, going it on. It has to be. There's a lot of guys that are excited oh over there. So they still have. He still hasn't been able to hear at least Cliff speak. That should be coming momentarily. Uh, but I mean, hey, this was definitely a get right game. And if I'm looking at the crystal ball, the crystal ball index right now, um, there's one thing that stands out to me that I think is going to prove vital as we move forward. It was something we were kind of worried about the last couple of year, couple of weeks. But Matt Prater is back on track, had a fantastic game today. Um, his kickoffs were fantastic. He adjusted something on his kickoffs instead of taking, you know, the 10 yard back. Uh, you know, sprint up to kick. Right. Um, yeah. Like he a, two, was, a two yard step. He, it was like a four. Yeah. It was like a three yard step. Yeah. Boom, boom. And every time he kicked it, it was on the goal line, forced the Cowboys come out. And they had, you know, usually they were, they got stuck behind the 20 yard line. Um, and that's value, you know, five, 10 yards makes a lot of difference in the NFL. And so um, I think what this means is the Cardinals, whoever they face on the road, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter because they're going to be ready to go. Um, this is a nice confidence builder. Next week is huge, 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 because the Rams play on the road, or I'm sorry, the Rams are at home against the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers won today. They have to win to get into the playoffs next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so they still have a lot to play for, and the Rams have to win to win the division. The Cardinals, obviously, as we know, are at home against the Seahawks. So the Cardinals could still win the division because there's still plenty on the line for the Rams and the 49ers. Um, so there's still a lot to be had. This, I like it. This is fun. I, I mean, you know, for a moment, you could almost say a lot of teams could chill out because they, they, they're already in the division. They're, I mean, excuse me, they're already in the playoffs. The Rams are in the playoffs. The Cardinals are in the playoffs. They can chill out. But there's something more on the line that I love that is making this team seem a, has a little more bite to it. Yeah. And that, to me, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think the fans are, the guys on here chatting up, getting it in. They're excited about it. I am. I am in a position, man, right now I where. I you were done for a second. No, I, 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 was, I was pausing for Pause. a second, man, because there's so Pause. much going on. There's so much excitement. Chiming in. Cheerson. Jacob. People are flowing in. Your man, Mr. Grimm, said Andy Lee. Yeah. Come on, bro, for the chat. I think that's pretty special. Look, this is a. Uh, this is turning out to be something you and I, I didn't expect this. Like not eight weeks ago in the tattoo, K2 tattoo. Mm, yeah. I didn't expect that three, three, four weeks ago. I didn't. I didn't expect this kind of drama coming down the line, the pipeline like it is right now. And it's uh, out of the NFC, it's pretty special. And I want to see these guys show up and play great football. Um, but what we did the week this week, man, this weekend with the Cardinals going to Dallas on the road after losing at home and the last couple of weeks have been pretty shitty. <laughs> straight straight conversation, folks. Y'all know that's the truth. Um, to see what we've been able to do versus the Cowboys, which is a very high-powered a high powered offense that can score a lot of points and a defense that can stop you pretty good. Again, they showed that list of who the that's Cowboys have. That's crazy, man. Who, who the Cowboys have gotten it's right with crazy. over the last four weeks. Yeah. It's, it's a list of nobodies. It's a no. list of nobody quarterbacks. No Just, wonder they got right against those guys. I mean, they like, got right, but you still got to show up. And 
I mean, I agree. You, you, they it, play it, in it, one of the weakest divisions in football. Like, I mean, I agree. The, the Cowboys are frauds. And we said that before the game on the PHNX tailgate. I said this was the fraud bowl. We're going to find out who's for real and who's a real fraud. And absolutely, today it's the Cowboys. By the way, shout out to basically my entire side of the new family. Uh, Cowboys suck. They always will suck. Go Cardinals. Because um, they're all Cowboys fans for whatever reason. <laughs> Makes to your side sick. of the family, yeah, my new side, my your my, new side, my yeah, wife's yeah. side of the family now. So uh, Saul is gonna be, he'll be having ramen noodles right. when She's he gets home. Taking L's from the Cardinals for basically the entire time we've been together, so it's all good. <laughs> look, you're right. Nate says, "Man, beating it. Look, anytime beating the Cowboys is always satisfying." You're absolutely right. I remember that moment. I know what it means to the Cardinals. I know what it means to Arizona because a lot of the Arizona Cardinals fans or those who had got trans they transplanted over into the Cardinals mm -hmm. because when they came in '86. They were, they were Dallas fans and Raiders, and then some of them came and beat Cardinals fans. And look, I agree with you 100%. It is always exciting to beat the Cowboys. Well, we already cheersed a little bit earlier. Man, can we but, do it again? But, but we're going to cheers again. I'm not This busy. is a cheers to you, uh, Cheerston. I uh, hope you're feeling better. She's a little under yep, the weather today, the so cheers, we, cheers, we, 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 uh, well, we got decided to put her on uh, the, the questionable list, the game-time decision. Yeah, uh, she but, an hour. But... Uh, a lot of things happened before the game even started today. My guy. Well, I don't know. Should I say my guy? I don't know if that's good. But uh, Antonio Brown, bruh, what are we doing? My guy just completely said, uh, yeah, I'm out. And essentially, we're looking at the last time he steps wow. on an NFL field. I would assume not too many teams are willing to take the gamble on it. But it gets better than that. We actually found the guy who picked up Antonio Brown um, uh, at, outside the stadium. One of his friends in New York. Go ahead and roll that, uh, uh, Leah. Go viral out here. It's nothing short but viral. Hey, Bizzle, talk to him, Cheech. Come on, baby. Man, listen, this is going to make my nephew. You know what time it is, <laughs> Yo, yo. He and said, that's not but, it. But he they, said this is going to make my next return. Yeah, there is no next return. There's that's a next the, return. The guy, my, he's delusional. He's delusional, and he he clearly is thinking he's not right in the head. I will just say that, and, and you know, obviously, uh, we'll, we'll be sensitive to the fact that you know, uh, you know, the the possible issues there. But these are the same issues that have been going on for for years now, and uh, you know, we just gotta say like, there's one more clip uh, of AB in the elevator <laughs> afterwards. Are you for real? Oh, he's in the elevator. You let the you whole didn't team send down. It to me. All right, well, I'm sorry. I didn't even elevator? know there was an elevator clip. Yeah, apparently, this guy is like his friend, and uh, he uh, <laughs> they're in the elevator. And, you know, it's just it's just crazy. Antonio Brown is a surreal individual because he does things that you never would ever expect an athlete to ever do. I mean, this is this is like a movie type of thing where a guy. Literally two guys on the sideline trying to talk him out of taking off his uniform and canceling it. Um, and he says, nah, you got to let me be me. <laughs> Look, like, he uh, bye. <laughs> he is the Dennis Rodman oh, of Dennis, the NFL right Dennis now. Dennis Rodman's like, damn, A.B. I mean, right. But I, he is the Dennis Rodman right now in those situations and circumstances. How many times we've watched Dennis Rodman take off his shirt and leave the court because of some kind of shenanigans that has taken place? There is a conversation that will match him with the right agent. His agent is Ed something. Wala Waskaliki. 
Is his name? I guess I want to mess that up. But is his, his new agent? You messed Drew, it up once well, you read Well, Drew Rosenhaus was the agent right. first, and then he left. Drew quit him. Drew let him go yeah. when he was at Pittsburgh, and then now this new guy picked him up, and they made a couple dollars. <clears throat> a lawyer is your best friend if they can argue argue your points right. Right now in the NFL, folks, I'm just gonna say this 100. percent When they talk about mental health and they're talking about it at a high level across the board in all sports, he right now will display 100 percent mental health issues. For whatever purpose, whatever reason, however it looks as a shenanigan or a position to take on the conversation that is all for mm-hmm. for the media, then they're gonna they're gonna dial into that. But he will be a guy that will get that that con- he will be a guy that might get a pass because because of his talent and the idea that he does have mental health issues. They'll ask. Did he take his medication? Is yeah. he on medication? Yeah. Yeah. And those things come to the table. So, again, one of the funniest moments and and the most unforgetful moment is that moment right there. Because I mean, that's, he that's the thing, though. It's, it's, like, it's, it's conflicting, right? You, you want to be like, oh, my God, look at this guy. And then there's another part of you who's like, oh, my God, look at this guy. You know what I mean? Like there's two different feelings that you can have. And I think both of them. Both of them um, can can live in the same space because we know who Antonio Brown has been over the last couple couple years. But uh, Sean Marks in the, in the super chat saying uh, he'll be fighting Jake Paul in four months. I mean, I wouldn't put that past him. <laughs> no, nah, he's not gonna fight you know, Jake enough Paul. Enough enough of that uh, that that kind of circus. Um, Wait, we know. have to show this meme that you oh, sent. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the meme. The memes have already started, people. If fuck this job was a person, there you go. So that is... Uh, Let me tell you something. Hey, especially hey, in the NFL. I'll tell, hey, tell you this right now. There ain't one person out there that didn't say, man, I would love to do that to quit my job just one time, right? Like, I mean, come on. We've all been in those and places. Cold. Like, you know, it's just, cold. It's in New York. He didn't, so bad. he didn't do it in Tampa. It's cold. Oh, I know. Yeah, in New York. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Man. What oh. kind of drugs you own, bro? Like, but let's, let's Let's go back to the Cardinals, Cowboys. Uh, we got to talk about Kyler Murray. Kyler. Viral whoa, whoa, what are we doing, Leah? I, I'm, I'm going I'm, viral right now. I'm, I'm losing it now. Sorry. Okay. My bad. Wow. <laughs> you said y'all right. must have forgotten about trying to shame people. I think Leah was about to leave this room and say, fuck <laughs> it, I'm done. Um, oh but we got to go back to Kyler Murray. Yes. Um, there was a lot of questions about Kyler Murray's mm-hmm. behavior. Um, I thought there was a lot of good points on social media from people saying, you know, if Tom Brady can sit there and berate players on the sideline and Kyler does the same thing, how come it's two different versions of the same thing? Um, and, and I think, you know, it, that's that's legitimate. Elon Musk in the chat, I think A.B. just wants to work from home. Yeah, probably. Um, and, and I think that, um, you know, I, I think that's a legit that's a legit complaint, because I think when I see an athlete coming after his 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 teammates, when he's been blamed for being apathetic on the sideline, not really engaging with his teammates, looking like he just doesn't care. Like, you can't have it both ways. You can't dog him for two different things. So in my estimation, I like I like what Kyler was doing. He was To me, he was holding people accountable. Um, you might not like the way he does it, but today he was effective, not only with his arm, but on uh, with his leg legs on the ground. I thought it was a it was one of his more solid performances of the season. Tom has never stopped being Tom. Tom has berated his players from day two after winning the Super Bowl in year one. And you guys have to go back and remember that because it was a Drew Bledsoe team and a Bill Belichick. And then, then he came to be the second guy, his second second year until then, 
he became Tom Brady, the guy who always wants to fight and win and never will stop no matter what. Today was the first time I saw Kyler clap his hands and come at guys and really go at guys and really tell them, come on, guys, let's go. And that, to me, is the difference in leadership and where he's at right now. You know, we're, we're, you know, you know one moment that, that pointed that to me mm-hmm. and that where I was like, this is different right here. This is different. It's, it's because when Josh Jones got another false start after the shit storm we had just seen last week and right. he was like, bro, what are you doing? Let's go. Get it together. And from that point forward, I think Josh Jones had one holding call, but he played a relatively clean game after that. It matters. So they, that's that's also we gotta we gotta pump up Josh Jones because he's he caught a lot of better. flack over this last week. Hey, he fixed his he made his he knew what mistakes he made, he fixed it, and he moved on. And good job for him. That is the part where you just you know we've been we got a young quarterback, right? He just happened to be freaking great. We do. Like he he has all the throws and he has and he has great freaking legs to run with. We have a really, really talented young cat as our starting quarterback, and he's been there for the last three years. And to have him rah-rah and and really bark at guys, yeah, that's really his thing. I'm not gonna say it's not his thing because he hadn't be, had to be that guy because in college he was always the guy that they followed. Then you become the pro, and now you're still a, you're still a younger guy, but they give you the reins as the guy who has to has the megaphone to bark and yell at guys. Well, that always happens, but by the time you start hearing that, you the dude, and we move to your drumbeat. If you yell at me, I still will pay attention, even if I got seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. But I need to hear that out of you because I've been listening. To you call plays, and so that's. Something that happens on inside the huddle. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the huddle conversation. Because 78 plays, I'm telling you what to do. And then you aspire to my voice and what I'm saying. And if my fluctuation changes, you hear that too. Whether I'm excited about a play or bad about a play. And I think that is the moment where, you know, we've we've been waiting for him to become that guy. And this is the moment where I think this is the season. Look, me and Johnny was over here last week talking about which quarterback name you want to be leading your team dakota rain prescott or kyler cole murray and i was like shit i want dakota rain like that's some kind of Fortnite name i no, want with no, a sword that sounds like some, no, some bullshit see, cologne you bought at like factory to you what are you talking about <laughs> factory to you <laughs> that's i never thought about it like that because i wouldn't i wouldn't I'm, it's like <laughs> midnight cowboy or something like that you know what i mean like yeah, that, damn, we should have made that. I'm we should have made that graphic. Where am I at this? I'm oh, in the chest and seats, so I guess it makes you giggle. I don't know, but <laughs> look, I agree with you 100%. Uh, our quarterback's growing. I'm glad he's doing it right now. This is the time in the season to have a carpe diem moment and to have him bark at his guys and yell and, and whatever we need to see him do. I agree. I like it, and I think it's good for the team because we need to see him have the passion of what it really means to want to win a championship to want to feel and what it what it feels like to hold that Vince Lombardi trophy. Look, I played nine, eight years, nine years, nine years in the NFL. I don't know what confetti feels like. And sometimes if that's all you want, you got to be willing to do everything you can to feel that confetti, on, on, you know, to be on your, you know, to be thrown across the field and to be doing angels in the, in the, in the on a dry field. But there's so much confetti that you feel that good. I think that's something that if he barks the right way, this team will respond. 
I'll tell you what, uh, you know, Kyler did his thing on the offensive side of the ball, controlled things uh, without the passing game, um, then we don't have that. But on the True. defensive side of the ball, the quarterback today, in my estimation, was was uh, a, a combination of two guys. Biz, uh, I'm sorry, Buda Baker mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. our king of the game, Isaiah Simmons, who had probably the play of the game uh, with that forced fumble on Dak Prescott. Well, when the Cowboys were down by eight and driving, um, he popped that ball out. They were able to get a field goal, forced it to 11. Cowboys come back down, score uh, uh, score a touchdown and a two-point conversion. But that three points is what separated the two teams today. Isaiah Simmons played probably one of his better games of the season today. I agree. In, when, the, when the Cardinals needed it most. I agree. You know They're moving him around a lot right now because they don't have, I guess, the health purposes. And guys, that we, we got guys in there right now whose names – you only remember because you saw him in the last parts of the game. But in re reality, the idea is that they're moving him around because he has so much range. Mm -hmm. The dude can be a defensive end on the outside. He can be a strong safety. He can be a cover corner. He can cover running backs and tight ends. And yet, he was able to do that. On that play, when he forced that fumble, you watch a guy, he comes up. He's actually blitzing on that play. Mm -hmm. And then he gets stopped. Dak runs around him, but he does not give up. He runs, he chases him down, and he punches the ball out. That's why he's the king of the game, DraftKings sports king of the game, because this guy just he won't quit. He's given himself an opportunity to prove why he why he's one of the best. And he's and he's he's transitioned absolutely well. We saw Zane Collins today, which I, you know, I I, I didn't think I was gonna see him all anymore this year, but we need him. Yes. And we need him to be, step up and be the guy. Sometimes in the NFL you learn, you learn early, and then sometimes you learn late. And that's where he's at right now. But Isaiah is playing good football. Sometimes he's getting exposed, but he's there. He's running to the ball. He's doing the small things that that if you're watching on film, you'll see it and you'll say, this guy's going to be really good and he's going to be good for the Arizona Cardinals um, this year as well he's been and then also in the, in the future. Yeah, Zayvon Collins had a couple of nice plays today, uh, including one where he just blew up the running back in the backfield. Um, he's got it, it in just, him. He was he was fantastic. He's I got mean, it in he's him. Got, he, it, listen, guys need reps. You know what I mean? And sometimes you don't want to play these guys because you're you're afraid that they're going to get exposed. Or well, that the only way you improve, and I feel like we've kind of seen that, right? Mm -hmm. If you Zayvon Collins was held out of a lot of games here in the recent, you know, last two months, mm -hmm. and in the last month it has come back to bite them in the butt because they haven't had an adequate backup after all these. COVID listings and, and injuries. Well, now you have to use Zayman. You got to use these guys. Got to play these and you guys. You got to develop man. them. I, I thought that Vance had learned that lesson with Isaiah Simmons last year, but he didn't. This year, it all came back around. If the Cardinals draft another linebacker next year, I'm going to lose my mind. Okay. <laughs> they got to play these guys and give them a chance to succeed. Um, and as a reminder, the NFL season is winding down. The playoffs will be here before you know it. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, the offers are getting even more amazing. New customers can bet just $5 um, for on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets just like that. Don't miss out on this action. DraftKings Sportsbook, where customers can also get NFL action with same-game parlays. There was a three-leg parlay uh, boost for 25% today that you could have taken advantage of. Uh, where if you just picked uh, three first-time touchdown scores, 
um, they would have given you 25% boost. And I think Espo actually had um, three first-time touchdown boosts uh, today. He bet, I think he said he bet like 20 bucks, and he would have won 160 okay. if it had come through. Uh, I don't hmm. know if it came through yet. I have my doubts as to whether it did or not. But uh, if you download their DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, use promo code PHNX and bet the $5, you'll get $200 in free bets. And as a reminder, you must be 21 uh, or older, Arizona only, new customers only, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And that, my friends, is how you can win some money. <laughs> it's a lot of opportunity right to get that cash. Did you see the, you guy, know, you know you see the guy that had a 19-leg parlay, bet 1000 bucks, and got 12 of the legs right so far, um, and the cash out was $192,000? He took the cash out. The next seven legs still hit. He would have won three point one million dollars all by using the DraftKings Sportsbook. Account. I would have took the cash out too. I ain't mad at him. It's so many, too many people have gotten close to you know eighteen and and didn't get it. Too many if you had a seventeen, they didn't they didn't get it. So I, I would have took the man. I only put a thousand out and I got one hundred ninety two check. <laughs> cash me out, bro. We have an update on Johnny Venerable. <laughs> Where in the world is Johnny Venerable? He is actually heading to the field right now. Okay, he's gonna get himself all nice and positioned on that. Maybe he's gonna be on the star. Maybe he'll just go over there. If and he just can get do on the star, on the that'd, star. Be that'd be fantastic. That'd right? be great. Then some I, some guy in maintenance gonna come tackle him and <laughs> <laughs> stand over. Somebody's gotta get a Terrell Owens moment, right? Um, yeah. So so we're still waiting for Johnny to show up here. But outside of that, on the offensive side of the ball, we mentioned it: AJ Green, Christian Kirk. Um, I thought there were some opportunities there for AJ Green to make a couple mm-hmm. plays that were missed by Kyler, um, overthrowing it or not giving him more of a chance, um, but. Conversely, he did give Antoine Wesley those same opportunities, and he was able to come through. I, I like what I saw. Look, Ste- AJ was going against Stefan Diggs, Mister NFL right now, who's leading with eleven interceptions. And Ania said this on on our on our last uh, show show uh, when he talked about. It, he said that on Thursday. He said that look, Frank, the NFL is still throwing balls at Stefan Diggs, even though he has eleven picks. That means they believe they they see something that not everybody else sees, mm-hmm. and so that to me shows that AJ went out and still has seventy plus yards. I think he had a little bit about sixty to 70, 75 yards in catching. Um, look, they gave an opportunity to go against Stephon Diggs, and he and he is no slouch. I like AJ Green. He looks like he still has pop, some speed in the in the tank. He has that body and a physical presence. I like his hand game. I like he can still make catches that nobody else wants to make. Unfortunately, this is another situation I'm going to say that I thought we did with D-Hop slashes. We got him stuck. He's a right side receiver. I don't like that. I like us if we move A.J. around a little bit, then you can get him more touches. You can give him more catches because he has the ability to offset on defense, and I would love to see that more with him. But Christian Kirk, the guys, we got got Kyler right now at 26 of 38, a little bit too – a little shy of 270 yards, two touchdowns, no INTs. And he and he featured the ball out to seven guys. So yeah. that to me, you know, he was it was all around good day for him. Yeah, for sure. And uh, just as we promised, uh, coming live from Jerry World, nice and beautiful is the one, the only Mr. Johnny Venerable. Johnny, big win for the Cardinals today. Yeah, it was uh, unexpected, at least for this beat reporter, but very much welcome. The Cardinals played one of their most complete games of the second half and it starts and ends with number one Kyler Murray's performance was sensational even with you know the injuries at the 
receiver position inconsistencies on the offensive line. No DJ Humphreys. Listen, the, the Cardinals played a complete game. They came out here with a W. If I say now and I scream it, that means turn around because the ball is coming towards yes. your head. Okay. Are you at a flag football game? What I don't, the heck I'm is not, going on out there? I don't know what this is. I just left <laughs> Kingsbury's press conference. Yeah, something fun going on. They're trying to fight back the tears after a Dallas loss. You hate to see it, right? But I get to relish <laughs> in this moment until I until I am inevitably pegged with a football from a five year old. So if that happens, I apologize. I'll have to go on the IR. <laughs> uh, Johnny, you know we we could go back and forth. I feel you know sometimes we have a tendency to to kind of uh, get on Kyler about things that maybe uh, he might be missing out there on the field. I did feel like there was a couple opportunities for some more plays from your vantage point. What did you see from Kyler? What was the good and what was the bad? I, I thought that the plays that weren't made were by his receivers in the first half. I, I didn't see too many mistakes by, by Kyler Murray. There are a couple drops from Christian Kirk, one or two from AJ green an early drop by Antoine Wesley, but man, oh man, I'll have to look at the advanced metrics after this game, but it looked to me like Kyler Murray played his most efficient game since being back off of injured reserve. And you talk about the impact that he had as the game went on. You know, they had those hiccups at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And then he said, no, I'm going to mix it up with my feet. He got that pivotal first down to begin the game-ending drive. And then on top of just the deep balls, the touch throws, right, the dimes that he had to both A.J. Green, Antoine Wesley, who's slowly becoming a playmaker for this team. So, you know, at the end of the day, this is the Kyler Murray that the Arizona Cardinals are going to need if they hope to advance to the playoffs. And right now, it looks like they'll be back here, barring something unforeseen in two weeks. Uh, Johnny, my guy Kyler is undefeated. Undefeated in AT&T Stadium. I've I heard that. that. Makes, I believe that makes him 9-0 and all time now uh, in Jerry World. And uh, there we have the graphic saying just that fact. Nine and um. <laughs> that's a fit pretty that that's high level graphics there from our PHNX staff there, Johnny. I wouldn't expect anything less. Uh, I would love for that to say 10 and um in about two weeks time. But <laughs> no, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury had a, had a great line at the press conference. They talked about how much Kyler loves this building. And then Cliff said it actually kind of freaks him out a little bit. Because three years ago, he was in this building at Arlington Stadium and or AT&T Stadium in Arlington, got a tweet to find out, find out he was being fired as the Texas Tech head coach. He found out in this building off a tweet that he was being fired. So very different emotions from Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. So it's good for Cliff. Cliff Kingsbury now, a little bit of a winning streak of his own, now 2-0 dating back to last season in this stadium. So the Cardinals, listen... I don't think they fear Dallas, and I think Dallas, at the end of the day, we talked about it all week. Good team, maybe a great team against the NFC East and about a marginal average team, a little bit fraudulent against everybody else. It had been weeks since they had played a competent quarterback, dating back to their Thanksgiving loss against the Las Vegas Raiders. I tweeted out during the game, it's amazing what this Dallas defense looks like when they face a competent quarterback, and, and Kyler Murray is that and more and so I don't think the Cardinals, while they would prefer to play at home, of course, and Kingsbury quickly diminished coming back here in two weeks, but I, I don't think they'd have any issues coming back here and, and feeling confident and comfortable on the national stage. Hey, Johnny, they said that you were delayed because there was a lot of partying going on. 
in the locker room. Can you show us a couple of those dance moves they was doing in the locker room? I that was that wasn't me. And God knows you don't want to see that. Um, that I, I I would imagine we'll we'll be able to have the video shortly uh, from the team side of of them partying it up and you know it's it's deserved, right? This team has there been a team under more pressure this week than the, the Arizona Cardinals across the NFL landscape? They lost three straight games. They've slipped away their NFC title, which seemed all but you know apparent for much of the season. Everybody's talking about. Cliff Kingsbury needs to go, and what's wrong with Vance Joseph in the defense? And Kyler's not a franchise quarterback for the most part. They had their lapses at times today. They put that all to bed. So I would imagine it's going to be a very joyous home on that new private jet that has not had a chance to seal a victory until this point. So probably spill a little champagne on, oh, on the plane seats. You know nice. what I mean? sure, I'm sure, really I'm sure nice. they're going to christen that thing up real nice. I'm sure they will. Uh, Johnny, yeah. uh, make yeah. sure you don't christen up the American Airlines flight uh, on your way back uh, to Phoenix. Leave them a little uh, something, Johnny. Sure, they, I, actually, I believe they, they don't. They, by, it's, <laughs> it's United, but thank you, by the way. Frontier last night was a little rough. <laughs> United, I'm looking forward to it tomorrow. Hey, buddy, you're lucky I didn't fly you spirit, okay? Uh, we we got to save every penny we possibly can because we don't know I'm when doing, the next time I'm we're going to travel is. <laughs> I, if that happens, if you ever book that, I'm caravanning with Frank. I'll drive my ass here. We're going, hours. brother. I ride well, with good you. Good luck driving three days to Tampa, probably. <laughs> oh, man. We knew it was coming. <laughs> we knew it was. Let's see that arm. Oh! oh! The kid can't catch. <laughs> now. <laughs> now, Johnny, now. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Unitas. <laughs> <laughs> That's Johnny Venerable from from Dallas. Love the it. one, the only. You gotta love it. Oh, that can have an arm. You Johnny, can't you That's over what there. He, That's why he gets paid the big bucks because he's oh got that god. rocket arm strength right there. Johnny, you. Oh my god, that's the best. <laughs> the best moment right there, man. Oh man. Love. Well, oh, great time, great moment. Look, he said it, man. It's uh, there's <laughs> a lot of things to be noted, and <laughs> this team. Absolutely was um, this team right here, man, was, you know, on the side of the road, was roadkill for everybody, media, mm -hmm. national media, sometimes even at the house, mm -hmm. it was just roadkill. Like you're dead. There's, there's no, there's nothing that you could do or say, but this win right here to come out against a team that everyone thought would have been, you know, catching their win, yeah. even though they played against bad teams, you thought they would rise to the occasion to play against this Arizona Cardinals team that still, didn't have all their pieces, but you thought you was going to come out with a win. And and um, they showed up and played. And the game plan was solid. Like, I, I talk about this all the time. I keep saying this one thing. You have to put your guys in the position to attack other teams' weaknesses, yeah. offensively and defensively. And we did that very well. And that was pretty cool, man. Well, hey, we uh, 499 Super Chat by Sean Marks. This is why I love y'all. We appreciate you, Sean. Cheers one to say those, this is embarrassing. It, well, you know, this well, is so hey, embarrassing. You know, cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers is at home embarrassed. This is embarrassing. Well, She's hey, embarrassed. I, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> you hear her say, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Hey, uh, anytime I can see Johnny Venerable throw a football, hey, I'm all about it. I agree I'm with that. Was pretty cool. So, pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. My biggest takeaway is that the Cardinals um, have bounced back. They found a little bit of their swag. They found a little bit of their mojo. They got one more week until 
It's go time. It's the playoffs, and that's what we all hoped for at the beginning of the season. 11 wins on the year, whether it's a 17- or 16-game season. You still can't blink um, or bad an eye to that. That's still a good record, 11 wins. A lot of teams would love to be in the Cardinals' yes. position right now and having clinched um, you know, a, a playoff spot. The Cardinals most likely will be on the road, but you never know if the Rams falter next week. They could be at home. Either way, I don't think that the team actually cares where they play they just want to be in the postseason because you got to be in the postseason to get a ring, and that's what this is all about. This this team is figuring it out, man. Like this, uh, it's been bad, but it, now this is a good moment. This is a great win. I mean, to go on the road and beat Dallas in Dallas is a great win. No short, they have talent. They have a ton of talent and a bunch of guys that are that that can make plays. But when it comes to watching the team we saw today, it was not the same team we saw the last couple of weeks. These guys came up with a game plan, Kiff excuse me, Cliff, K2, and VJ, and Vance Jones put together a game plan that would make the, allow these guys to come out and dominate the time of possession, put them in the best position to make to, to eliminate mental mistakes. You know, you, you stop calling on second, you know, and you start calling on, on, on you know, hiking the ball on one, and, you, you know, you get, you get that communication together between the center and the quarterback exchange. We didn't have any of that today, which was great. You know, and you put your guys in a position to make plays. That is what you want to do. And this week was something that that happened. And Kyler said it last week, man. A lot of people don't know what they're talking about. Of course, you know, that's that's on the back end when a lot of the guys that are studying the film are typically former athletes and playing and watching what's, what, what you're supposed to be doing and what you're not doing. And in reality, you need a game plan to put your guys in the right place to go out and play. These guys are in that position. And right now, this team is playoff ready. They can be. When we get J.J. Watts back, as Elon said, that's going to be something that's pretty special. And we're going to keep adding. If, if the guys can get healthy, COVID situation, they'll come back through protocol. This Rams game, excuse me, I apologize. This uh, Seattle Seahawks game is going to be a huge game because Seattle never comes with the intent to lose. Oh yeah, Russell has every desire to spank this ass. And the reality, <laughs> I mean, he does. We'll pause. Pause. All right, hold on. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Then. Russell has every All desire right. to win against the Cardinals uh, in this situation. <laughs> well, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I'm sitting next, you know, I'm sitting next to <laughs> the boss. So apparently, <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, well. Um, well, Cheerston, we Cheerston. hope you feel better. Please feel uh, better. Cheerston did say that she probably would have had a perfect pass or the ball would have been behind her when she threw it. Either way, there's no in-between. Uh, we might have to put that to the test with uh, Johnny and Cheerston outside. That would be shows. fabulous. Yeah, we, maybe we'll do the Dr. Pepper bucket challenge where they got thrown. Man, please. The, you know what I mean? Please. See? Please. That's like the first good idea I've had in please. 2022. There it goes. Please. Um, so, yes, uh, no crud muffin today, Sorry, but uh, she will be back this week, hopefully, um, all things considered. So, but a uh, big win for the Cardinals in Dallas. Thank you so much for joining us. Reminder please subscribe and hit that like button. And please subscribe to our podcast wherever you get podcasts. Leave uh, a review and a rating that helps us out so much. And uh, remember, become a member of our family at PHNX. Go to gophnx.com where you can become a member. Annual deals, monthly deals. We got merch. We got the whole nine yards just for you. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah. 
for 2022. God, we got to win. That's it. We're 1-0 in 2022. Cardinals off to a strong song, a strong start uh, in Dallas. But we'll be here next week as they take on the Seattle Seahawks. And throughout the rest of the week, obviously, Johnny Cheerston and Frank will bring you all the latest from Cards Country. Until next time, we'll see you later.